Now today's federal newscast, I'm Terry Wing. Lawmakers are pushing key Defense Department nominees to begin considering how to put a comprehensive cyber policy in place. Senator Angus King told the nominees the most likely attack faced by the United States is a cyber attack. One of those nominees, Kenneth Papuano, said the U.S. critical infrastructure is extremely vulnerable, and he's calling for tailored campaigns to deal with the most potentially troublesome attackers, not just China and Russia, but countries with mid-level capabilities like Iran and North Korea. Congress is in line with the president's defense spending priorities for next year. Federal News Radio's Scott Massioni reports. A top House appropriator says the Defense Department should expect a budget around $603 billion in 2018. That's the same amount President Donald Trump is requesting in his budget proposal. That goal would require Congress to once again come to a budget deal to avoid triggering sequestration cuts. Congress gave DOD $593 billion for 2017. Some members of Congress have suggested raising defense spending to $640 billion to restore the readiness of the force. I'm Scott Massioni. The cost of a postage stamp could be going up this fall. The Postal Regulatory Commission is reviewing the postage rate system, and there is bipartisan support for raising the cost of a first-class stamp from 49 cents to 50 cents. The Postal Service lost more than $5.5 billion last year as first-class mail volume continues to decline due to the increased use of email for correspondence and business transactions. A bill that would limit the authority agencies have to give federal bonuses has cleared its first congressional step. The Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee passed the Stop Improper Federal Bonuses Act. The bill would prohibit paying bonuses to federal employees who are suspended, removed from their positions, or sentenced to jail time. It would also require the employee to repay any bonuses awarded for any year in which an adverse finding is made. Unions representing many Federal Aviation Administration employees are warning Congress about attempts to privatize the U.S. air traffic control system. The unions have told the House Transportation and Infrastructure Committee privatization would be a serious setback for its development and growth. President Donald Trump and congressional Republicans say privatization would make air traffic control operations more efficient. Congress starts to remove a hurdle to fast hiring at Customs and Border Protection. More now from Tom Demon in today's management report. The Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee approves a bill to make it easier for CBP to meet its expanded hiring goals. The Boots on the Border Act would let the agency waive polygraph requirements for aspiring Border Patrol agents if they already have backgrounds in law enforcement or military service. More than 1,700 agent positions go unfilled at the moment. I'm Tom Temin. The EPA is setting aside $12 million to help cover early buyouts and early retirements triggered by President Donald Trump's government reorganization directive. EPA Acting Deputy Administrator Michael Flynn says the agency's goal is to complete the early out program by the end of June. The GAO says 45% of the EPA workforce is eligible for retirement. President Trump has proposed a budget for EPA that would eliminate nearly 4,000 employees in fiscal year 2018. GAO and OMB continue their sometimes heated debate over federal data centers. The number of federal data centers are decreasing, down by about 500 from the high of 10,500 in November 2015. That's the good news. The bad news from the Government Accountability Office's most recent report? Estimated savings, long-term closures, and even agreement over the data remain troublesome for the Federal Data Center Consolidation and Optimization Initiative. OMB neither agreed or disagreed with GAO's findings because they couldn't replicate auditors' data. OMB says, however, data center consolidation remains a high priority for the federal CIO's office. I'm Jason Miller. 
Find these stories on federalnewsradio.com, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes, and you can follow us at Federal Newscast on Twitter. 